2: Pantosian drops him with a left hand. But now, I worked so hard for that, now it's my moment. I want to enjoy every team.
1: Alex the
3: Cannibal Pantosian!
0: Welcome to UFC Unfiltered.
3: Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. <laughs> Listen to me, we're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I don't know what that means. That means it's a party. Then that's a beer,
1: soda.
3: <laughs> Thomas. I'm so happy you're here with me.
4: Me too, man. You was opening up that can like it was a. Like a Paps Blue Ribbon.
3: Oh, that shows your age right there. When's the last time somebody drank a fucking Pap's Blue Ribbon? Listen, hey, first of all, what a good time we've been having lately, Dean Thomas. What a whirlwind. I know, man. Hey,
4: life is is great, man. You can't complain. We out there. We in there. We doing
3: things. We were just hanging out at UFC 290, and it was a fucking, we're going to talk about the whole fucking card. It was fantastic. And we have the new champion on, Alexandre uh, Pantoja who's had a, had a, that fight was just amazing. We're going to get into each fight, but also you, myself, the great John Rollo were just on the Joe Rogan experience. And uh that was fun as F. Don't you think?
4: Man, listen, we've been having a good time, man. Who knew life would be this great after fighting?
3: Not me. It's not, it's not for everyone. Listen, it's I'm not for so everyone. Happy. And I'm happy that I'm having this good time with you, pal. And Jimmy Norton. Jimmy, we, you know, I went out to eat last night with him and, and uh and our wives. We had a good time. And he's just, he's just like all our friends are around. We're having a blast. Ain't that the truth? But you know, Jimmy, man, we we're, we're Jimmy. Sometimes, yeah,
4: I think Jimmy don't like me sometimes. No, you know?
3: no, why, why, every
4: time why, I see him, he, sometimes he be he be a little a little quiet around me. Sometimes no, listen, I'll be like,
3: Jimmy, what's up, man? No, 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 no. in person. Sometimes my little bird gets a little, he, it's scary in the big world. He so sometimes he gets a little blinky and shaky, but he's doing jujitsu and he's building confidence. <laughs> Aren't these nice, these jerseys i Are they? Nice Yo, where,
4: nice? where my jersey at?
3: Hey, first of all, I need a fucking studio at my house or at my academy or something, because this is how I should be doing this, B. No? Look at I this. Listen, at every, every time... I mean, Every time I go there, they
4: got the camera out. I got it. They, man, they look it up. They hook it up nice, no, don't they? I mean, I
3: don't normally look this good. I look at that side. I could have I the whole camera went out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, by the way, we got Brandon Roybal coming in in a second. We got to talk to him. He's sounding the fucking alarms. He wants to fight for the title. Uh, we have so many other things to talk about. By the way, new song to check out. Hey. By Machine Gun Kelly. It's very easy. It gets you. It, I listen. mean, it sounds easy. You want to remember just to get used to a little get into it. Just say A hey, four times. Ready? Watch this. A, 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 A. And then there's the little fucking, I never want to fall from this high. And it's like that. And there's A, hey, A. Hey. And then the little Wayne part is so fucking great. All right. Let's get Brandon right. you're gonna listen to the song, <laughs> and we're gonna get that town, and we're gonna have fun with that another time. All right, oh, let's shit. do it. Oh, by the way, did I forget that i did I tell you that i did I forget to tell you that myself and Jimmy interviewed uh, the great uh, former president uh president donald Trump did I
4: tell yes, you I, I saw the pictures of that How I didn't did know I, y'all I didn't go know go y'all was what ahead. No, go ahead. I didn't know y'all was gonna be up in the skybox up on, up on the top floor of the of the hotel interviewing the man. I thought y'all was going to be like in a little room.
3: Well, listen, we'll talk about my adventures interviewing, you know, presidents and stuff. We'll do that later. Hey, put that cappuccino up. You like the gourmet shit, Brandon Roybal. Let me see that gourmet. <laughs> yes, so that thank goodness. Gourmet shit. <laughs> that is the gourmet shit. If, if you <laughs> have like a top aerial view, I bet there's like something like like in like in a cream like into a heart or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Really there better not be. There better not be. Fucking like, it is. Home. If you look close enough, it's a boxing glove. Look at it. Look
4: at <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a picture of me with the belt
3: above it right there. Oh, Man.
4: <laughs> I love it. I hey. love the foreshadowing.
3: Brandon, you are a coffee guy? You drink uh, regular. Yeah, coffee? a ton of coffee.
4: Mm. Way too much coffee, honestly.
3: I have to actually drink my espresso uh, because I need the fuck. I need... This fucking Java, I need it every day, Dean Thomas. I know you do. Like my jujitsu and my reefer. I'm sorry about that. This is the kids, two down. <laughs> but uh, need an hey, upper and a downer for it. <laughs> I, it just gets me to the. I guess me in the right. It's a right um balance, you know. I just yeah, like yeah, passing yeah. the guard, Brandon. It's about balance. Did, yeah. you, did you? I'm sure you watched that fight last night, obviously. Yeah. But uh, well, talk to me about your thoughts. On the new champion Alexandre uh, Pantoja.
5: Oh, I love the way he fights, man. Uh, I've I've been uh, since he's obviously been in the UFC long before I've been in the UFC, and uh, man, he just uh, he goes for it, man. He's a he's a real killer, and, and like that's what I like about him. He's like I told my cornerman because me and my cornerman were out there. Uh, I, I waited as a backup, and uh, like ten, I was like the moment this fight starts, Alexandre Pantoja is going to run across the cage. Throw three right hands and go right, right in for it. Like start the fight off crazy, and uh, that's exactly what he did, man. Uh, he started as soon as that bell rang. He ran across the cage and started swinging. I'm like, "Yep."
4: Hey, Brandon, how nerve wracking is that? Knowing that you've weighed in and you could potentially fight either guy, who have different styles. So, how do you prepare for that? And how nerve wracking is it?
5: Oh, I thought it was the cool, I thought it was like the greatest opportunity ever. And I don't know why, like I had it stuck in my head that something was going to happen. Like neither one of these guys ever pull out of a fight, but in my head, I was like, oh, it's going to happen this time for sure. And uh, I thought it was, I thought it was super cool because uh, those two are both like right-handed boxers, a little bit of jujitsu back taker type of guys. And uh, for me, I'm a southpaw. I fight lengthy. I fight like a little unorthodox. And it was like, uh, a switch up uh, like i could prepare for both those guys somewhat the same you know um I, I obviously like i would circle one way with one and then another way with another person because their weapons are a little dangerous that being said is uh for me i'm a southpaw it would be a, it'd be a like a complete uh, a complete switch up for them and i was like if anything happened last minute it would have been the greatest it would have been the greatest situation for me i thought and it would, but it worked out way better for me than one of them so I was super excited about it. Um, yeah, I, and I had it in my head it was going to happen, so I trained super hard for that fight. Like, I was getting ready for a title fight myself.
3: Now, you have – you lost to both these guys. But now, what – now, knowing that you've – and listen, I've bested guys that beat me before, and, you know, mm-hmm. in this game, it's sometimes it's a little bit of fine-tuning. Sometimes you don't have the best camp leading into these things. Watching the Watching them where they're at now – Knowing that you face them, what are you you looking at it strategically? You're like, I are certain things. You're like, all right, I know I fucked up like this in the first fight, or I'm seeing different things I can capitalize now. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, the question me, might have been all over the place, but but yeah. No, no, no I think, think you pick it up, I am asking. good.
5: Yeah, yeah. Go for me, with the, with the Alexander, with the Brandon Moreno fight, I don't really consider that a loss, just because the situation and me just being on top of him and then dislocating my shoulder while I was ground and pounding him. I thought that was like. It was a weird situation, you know, and it was like it was a first round and it was like it was a back and forth first round. I feel like I was getting the better of the stand up. I, I went for three spinning back elbows and I gave up my back on the third one, which was like, you know, such a that was a mistake for sure. And that's something I've worked on of just not doing the same move a hundred times. Uh yeah. and then with the Alessandro Pantoja fight, uh I, I got that fight right after I got surgery. So uh the shoulder surgery, six months recovery time. And leading up to that fight, uh My whole entire UFC, my whole entire UFC career up until then, I couldn't grapple because my shoulder was dislocating constantly. So I took two years off of doing jujitsu and uh, are just grappling in general and uh, just prepared kickboxing and doing light stuff. Because we're on such a we're on such a roll of like I was rolling through the top 10 right off the bat in my UFC career. So there's like no point in getting surgery off the bat. And then uh, when I got that labrum surgery, it was six months out. So I got it on the January 21st. And I fought Alexander Pantoja on like August twenty first or something like that. So I only had like two months to grapple right before then, and uh, and I won. I knew Alexander Pantoja was a sick grappler, but that being said, is I still think I could have won that fight. The, what I did in the second round was I, I looked across, I saw I had him broken, and I was like, "Yo, I had this fight all but won," and I had that in my head, and I went and just try to throw a bomb and I overcommitted and gave up my back and just kind of let myself slip down, downhill from there. But both those fights are super winnable fights for me. Even in the Alishande Pantoja fight, if you watch that, it's like, I could have won that fight easily. It was just, I made some mistakes that led to my demise and uh, I've been working on just keeping myself calm and then, you know, just maturing in the cage.
3: This is why I'm
5: now you're healthy. Now you, how do you feel? you sure I feel great. I feel great. And that's actually another thing too, is I I think that Alishande Pantoja fight, it kind of brought me back to my roots and stuff of, uh, now I train with the jujitsu, like an actual real life jujitsu team. I train with, uh, Michael Liera, who's one of the best jujitsu guys in the world, but it, the, one of the best in Colorado, for sure.
3: This is, well, this is what's crazy for me though. It, uh, crazy to me. And this is why I was so excited that you're healthy now. And we get to see you healthy because you're right. telling me your fight with Tim Elliott and, uh, Kaya Cara France, both winning by submission. And I remember I was there for that Tim Elliott fight. I'm pretty sure that was in fight Island. Was it
5: not? Uh, the the, the Kai Car France was on Fight Island.
3: And what about Tim Elliott?
5: The Tim Elliott fight, Elliot fight was like the first quarantine fight that happened in
4: uh,
3: the okay. at, uh, the Apex Center. Yeah, that okay. was that.
4: That was a uh, Woodley and Burns card. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I remember watching it because I like I really love Tim Elliott's scramble. So I remember being like, "All right, they're getting some scrambles. This is where he's gonna shine." And there was, and then watching the exchanges, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" And that's what I was really. Like, aware of you. And I'm like, wow. And you're telling me you weren't healthy doing jujitsu back then?
5: I, I couldn't wrestle and I couldn't do jujitsu then. All I could do is kickboxing.
3: That's mind blowing because you're best in guys that are known for that, like Tim yeah. Elliott.
5: You know? So it was one of those situations too that uh, we were cage wrestling with Tim Elliott. We were cage wrestling and I went to go dig an underhook, but when I brought my shoulder above my like arm is when it would start to dislocate. So I was starting to dig an underhook and I could, like, as soon as I went for it, I was like, oh shit. And I had to stop and like, so it, there are situations where, like, I couldn't even dig underhooks in that because I was like, my shoulder would dislocate. And I knew the possibility of all that. So I was just like, I couldn't risk it, you know?
4: So Brandon, you talk about uh, about maturing and having this maturity. But what a lot of people don't know is you've been around since 2012 fighting as a professional. So you've been around for a long time. So when was this catalyst of this maturity beginning? When did that start?
5: I think, I, I think at the... I think what I mean by mature is how I pictured me winning fights and what I pictured my skill set being from what it actually was. And in my head, I was like, I could outpace these guys and I could just put a, like a, a crazy pace and then I can thrive in the, like the wildfire, you know? And I, I still think I could do that. I just don't think that needs to be plan A for me. I think I'm so skilled and I'm so beyond skilled of a lot of these guys. And even watching that Moreno and Pantoja fight, it's like, that's a, that's a barroom fight you know what i'm saying that's a barroom fight i could pick these guys apart if i wanted to um that being said is if it came down to it in a barroom fight i'll beat these guys too and it i think i think in my in my head i was like i'm a fighter naturally i want 50 g's i was working full-time my first three fight. like i was working my first two fights in ufc i was working full-time so it was just like i needed these bonuses and in my head it was just like uh okay I'm gonna go out there put a fanatic pace on these guys I'm gonna go out there brawl with them and then I'm gonna go not only get a bonus but I'm gonna go break them mentally physically and all the above and that was like my game plan and it. it was just I could outpace them I could outcardio them and I could take them out that way but as I am a matured I'm just like I could actually just pick these dudes apart I could stay safe I can my last fight I didn't get punched once you know I didn't eat one punch and I went and just got got a knockout and uh I could beat these guys like that. It's like, if it comes down to it, I'm down to getting a brawl. Uh, I've never been afraid of that. That's been my whole entire life. You know, I've been fighting like that since I was a little kid. So it's like, I'm good at that too. I'll do that too. But that being said, I could beat these guys methodically. I can go out there unscathed. And uh, I feel like I just kind of like put in my head, my superpower was uh, I'm more gangster than these dudes. I could outpace them and I could go do this and, and put them away that way. But uh I don't think that really is it. I think that's a plan B or C down the road, but, uh, that's something I could always keep in my back pocket. I don't need to go show out that right, right away, you know?
3: Hey, uh, Hey Brandon on the day off, let's, let's let the, the the listeners know, what do you like to do? What are are you listening to, uh, any audio books? Sometimes they need to be like, Oh, I read five books recently. I'm like, I smell bullshit. Hey, listen, that's not the same as reading the fucking <laughs> listen. I'm only getting doesn't say that. It's, no, but, it's uh, true though. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I just ran up there. War and peace. Yeah, bullshit. Anyway, um watch anything on fucking streaming anything. What do you do? What are do you doing a day off? Talk to me.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh now that it's summer, like now it's summer, and I actually just got a dog. I have my first dog recently. I'm training my dog, I've been training my dog like super hard because I want to bring him with me everywhere. And uh, he's, not, he's not good enough to pass off as a service dog right now. What I got him a dog? little vest. What kind of uh, dog a, labr- a mini Labradoodle.
3: Oh, so yeah. you're giving your dog fucking false valor by putting on a fucking dog. Those yeah. dogs work hard for those. You're a your dog, the little fucking <laughs> wannabe service, though. You can't put that on him. The yeah, other yeah, no, dog starts shaming that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> I, can, I can't put it on him. This motherfucker will be barking at people in the store. I'm like, bro, you're going to. They know we were bullshitting right now. I
4: I had to, <laughs> had, you I had, had to take it off.
5: off. Yeah, yeah, I had to take it off. I'm putting this full and training right now. So lately my summer has been consistent of making this bull a good dog, like a really good dog where he could just walk, like be, you know, so we could pass off that valor. And, and, um, and, other than that, man, I do a lot of like uh, what is it like paddle boarding and shit like that. Yeah, just just weird little games like that and uh hey, that and paddle boarding.
3: Stuff. Paddle boarding. Oh, is that when you're standing on the fucking paddle?
5: Yeah, it's just where you just chill on a lake. It's, it's virtually
3: just resting is, on a beach. <laughs> I don't. I don't the, the only, like, like pool of water that you could rest in is a fucking pool. Do you know why? Because <laughs> pe- things live in lakes and oceans. And I, the more I've been watching lately, the more I'm staying out of the goddamn ocean. Damn right. The, the other day, I saw a, a guy getting eaten in Egypt or somewhere. I'm like, what? And in the background, they got like some like. Music from Dirty Dancing playing or Stand By Me. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> it, it's horrible. I see that. There's another day. There's a guy on like a kayak and a fucking hammerhead shark or something. I don't know if it's a hammerhead. I might have made. I'm a hammerhead. I might have made that up. But it was a shark and it was like fucking. I don't know. The hammerheads of the anyway. It, it, it fucking it bit the fucking kayak.
4: I don't know. It man, enormous. listen. It's dangerous. I mean, he not in the ocean because you in Colorado, right? So you be on the lakes. Yeah, but that's what I'm. But still, the Loch Ness monster had to come from somewhere. So, like, I ain't <laughs> yeah. fucking around with that. It came from yeah, somebody's yeah, fucking honestly, imagination. I,
5: I get super grossed out really quick, so I don't even get in the water. I just stay on that paddleboard. <laughs> like, I'm not touching that water. I don't know what the fuck's in there as far and, as gross. As, you
3: know, I I did that paddle board and, then, and they put me in the fucking. I was in Alaska in a wetsuit. And this is when I was chubby. I'm. I'm going to wet sh- wetsuit wetsuit <laughs> right wetsuit right now. I'm back at hands. But back then I was like maybe 30 pounds heavier. It wasn't a good look for me, Brandon. You and Dean Thomas, well, maybe not Dean Thomas now, but you can pull <laughs> off a wetsuit. You would look like something out of Steel Team 6. Me, it's not good. And I was on the ocean, and they wanted me to fall for some ratings, but I got bounced, but a chubby guy.
4: Anyway. I, I, I sure as hell don't. Who doesn't? Me, I don't. I don't got no fucking balance. I yeah. definitely gonna fall.
3: Yeah, that and you can't swim, so don't yeah. I, I, I yeah. recommend it's not not a good combination pastime for you? And what about now? You got you streaming anything, you watching anything? I'm watching fucking Yellowstone. What a great. I'm no cowboy, but let me tell you, what a great fucking show.
5: Uh, yeah, no, nah, I haven't started streaming anything. I just I started the show called Suits, like uh like right when we were on the hotel, like cutting weight and shit. And that's pretty cool so far. I mean uh I, I'm only barely getting into it, but it's about a dude that's, like, pretending to be a lawyer, and he's wicked smart. So, uh, yeah, bro, I, I'm kind a of Boston A Boston guy? A Boston guy? No, he's not a Boston guy. I just like oh. to say wicked smart. <laughs> was,
3: it's hard not to say it once you start saying it, you know?
5: <laughs> <laughs> My boy's wicked smart over here, so, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I started that, but nothing really, bro. I always watch Always Sunny. I started that new <laughs> season, too, so hmm. just dumb shit.
4: What season are they on for that? Like 30? 16
3: or some shit. <laughs> That's what Danny DeVito is. he still going around. Yep, he's, he's still gone. on it. It's some. Don't you. It's dumb, but say hilarious. It. Dean Thomas. What? Don't make it. Make no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to gonna make any comparison. Don't between.
4: you fucking. I <laughs> am not going to insult
3: Danny DeVito like that. I am no, not going it. to. He was great in, the, in in the in the reboot of the, the new Jumanji too. He was fun in that. You know, that was me and you in that. It was me and Danny, him and Danny Glover as old men. Fucking, you ever see the reboot? I didn't. See, you didn't know that we were in the new Jumanji, me and you. I didn't know. I didn't know, but now I got to cop that shit. Hey, how's uh, how's Coach Mark Montoya doing?
5: He's a lot better. A lot better. Uh, they, caught his cancer, they caught his cancer super early, and. uh yeah, it's like I almost forget he had it at a time because he's just already back at it and just, yeah. you're great, man. You're doing he's great.
3: Yeah, he, he's got such a nice um energy about him, like a very, he's a very warm energy. Like he seems like, every time I see him, he's, a, he's not a loud mouth. Uh, coming from a loud mouth, that's, yeah. that's he's, <laughs> he's not a loud mouth. He seems like a very, and he's, and he's very, he's to the point. He seems like he really cares about his fighters. I like that guy a lot. walking to you. Yeah, yeah,
5: he's super. He's super cool. He's super intense. Uh, yeah, and like I said, he's a gangster, man. He, uh, he, uh, he got cancer. Fucking got it removed. The next week, he was at Chris Gutierrez's fight, and uh, that's wild. not too. Not too many men could be doing stuff like that. Yeah, he was like he had a cane, jumped up on the cage, all the above, man. And uh, yeah, now he's now he's healthy and better. And I mean, honestly, who knows how much better he is compared to like what a normal person would be? But he's yeah. in the gym every day, you know. So it's like he almost just forgot it happened.
3: And he uh,
4: seems to be a little bit more outgoing too, like as if he got a new lease on life and he feels that. Because I saw him at a, sh- a couple shows ago and he was very w- open and warm and welcoming, but v- friendly, but more outgoing than I normally have seen him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's normally just an intense
5: dude, it looks like. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: No, I'm sure he's a chipper. And I, I guess the team's doing good. So that always helps out. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure.
3: President. Did you see the new Flash movie? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't see that.
5: I, you know what I saw is uh, that, that Guardian of the Galaxy movie, and uh, I it. didn't watch any of the other ones before that. I just got drug along to one of those, but it was dope. They it was a good dope! Soundtrack too. Do you watch Guardian of the Galaxy? The Love soundtracks it. are dope, man. I was like, Love all it. right.
4: That
3: I don't know who job, the music for that. I- I'm excited to see what James Gunn... I'm not the, not the nerd out on you. He's taking over, like, the DCU, the DC the, uh, the DC Universe, you know, Cinematic Universe. So they're trying to compete with the Marvel movies now, you know? like So they're really trying to combine their shit. And James Gunn is a great guy to do it. Because he did the three... I would recommend you go back and you watch that first Guardians of Galaxy. I would rate them one, and then three, and then two. Two was good, too. But... Yeah. Did, did I lose
4: you on this? No, I'm just, I just, I don't like, I like, I like Marvel, but I don't like, I never really like Gardens of the Galaxy.
3: How dare you?
4: No, what I a never. Good show. What a fucking great I movie. never really like that. You know, what it, I watch, I watch Ant Man and the Wasp the Quantumanium. That's all right. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I do that either. Uh? what I what I need is a new X Men out, bro. That's what
5: I. That's what I'm so, talking
4: about. That's what I'm it,
3: talking about, Brandon. We need that X Men to come out. X-Men. That's what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah,
5: yeah. Bro, hey. I was like, is this guy gonna start an X Men? Is that what he's doing the the now, DC for?
3: This is now. This is why. This is what I will be up and. I don't make a big deal about a lot, but it, when they reboot and Marvel puts out the X Men finally they better get a guy under 5'7 to play Hugh Jackman to I fu- I play fucking Wolverine. Fuck that Hugh Jackman shit. Hugh Jackman's six foot one or whatever the fuck he is. Wolverine was 5'3 in the comic book. Short, stocky, rough. Listen, man. Danny, De- Danny DeVito is booked. They can't do it. <laughs> He's too old. Danny
4: too DeVito old. is booked. Hey, Who the hell are they going to get to do it, man? Listen, <laughs> Matt Serra's like, I got someone
5: in mind right now. Yeah, I mean,
3: if I was a little younger, I would do it. But my thing is, Nobody looks out for the short people. I mean, come on, man. It is me. What are you talking about? Why? Webster, um, Gary Coleman from nobody remembers what (laughs) What (laughs) talking about. You went to school with me, dude. Nobody remembers those.
4: Oh,
3: there you go. Brandon does know who you're talking about. I thought you're going to bring up fucking Tyrion Lannister. Listen, there's not a lot of us, but it's the last thing that you could really, people that you could, uh, uh, you know, shit on is the short people. You know? All right. <laughs> Hasbala. You know what I'm saying? He getting some well, love. Any, Come on, man. Anyway, now we're getting off track. Brandon, <laughs> I am so excited. I see what you do. I see what you did with one arm. I can't wait to see what happens now that you're healthy, man. Cause I was really enjoying your fight with Brandon Marino with the exchanges, the the grappling exchanges, and and then next thing you know, the arm comes out. Now that you're healthy, this is I mean, this could be a game changer, man. this this could just shake up everything,
5: yeah, yeah, straight up. And it's just like I, I'm healthy. I feel like I've approached camp a lot like a lot differently and how I go about fighting and stuff. Um, so I, I feel like I've just gotten a lot more intelligent with everything I've done. So uh, uh, I can't imagine me not running through either one of those guys, but Pantoja is who I have next, and Pantoja is like really what I think my next fight's gonna be anyway. So I'm excited
4: about that. Did they give you a timeline or anything like that? Because you know how like know. sometimes these guys become champion and then they go, no, nah, I'm not going to fight for another two years. Like did they, did they give you anything to like go nah, off? That? No, I got nothing, bro. I don't even know if I'm for
5: surely going to get it since that fight was close or whatever, but uh, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. I even got the title shot, but I know that it's either me or Moreno.
3: It's good. Listen, it's, it's, it's going to be fun as hell. Whoever you fight next is gonna be fun, but I really hope you do get the shot because, uh, you know, shit, man. I, you matched up with either one of those guys, will be fucking fireworks again. Like you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, I've been a fan since I seen you fight Tim Elliott, and uh, I can't wait to see what's next for you, buddy.
5: Thank yeah. you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I, like I said, it, either one of these guys that I fight, I'm gonna show something different, and uh, it's gonna be fight of the night for sure. So I can't wait to just show it. You know.
3: Hell yeah, man! All right, Brandon. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate your guys' time
5: too, man. All right, man. All right, say Peace a out. mark
3: for us. All right, I will. Have a
0: good night. Take care, brother. Caesar's Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesar's Rewards.
3: Hey man, listen, we're a wind of a, of a, of a, of a week Dean Thomas. I'm still in Vegas with the wife, with the wife, yeah. you know, we're having a good time. I love we're that having man. A ball. Hey, Dean, I love that. Hey, so, stop us now. But, so I have, I still haven't seen John wick. Should I see John wick? No, absolutely. Well, listen, the first one is like, listen, I'm not into the whole thing. I think okay. even though, cause you know why? Cause they make it like it's the real, I, I can like, look at like a, a comic book movie know it's bullshit but have fun yeah. with it yeah the last one this is what happens in the last movie and this is why cuz i first of all i'm not into the, like the too much of the what is it the like the old like uh like the the, the kung fu style fight scenes like it's it's a, some of the fight scenes are cool but like how about this they got guns there's a blind guy in the last one they're fighting and they got a gun in their hand, so they're like doing some fucking wing chunk blocks, and then like boom, boom, then they shoot him between, then they shoot him between the strikes. What the fuck am I? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I got a gun. It's me and you. I'm like, i'm throwing, we blocking it up, bang bang. He's moving, ducking, and he's and and he's fuck? ducking, he's ducking the, the the bullets. Yeah, dude, he's ducking. He's he's blind. He's like daredevil. So there's that. <laughs> it's fucking silly. And then how about this? There's a there's the new uh, hitman. A cool guy, Dean D- Thomas. He's a uh, he's, he's uh, a gentleman. He's got a dog, black gentleman, looking yeah. badass, cool guy. He's a new oh new player on the scene. So he wants now they're putting the contract. He's got to go after John Wick now, you know. So yeah. he's like, all right. So then then he goes to see the guy. He puts his hand on the table. Boom! They put a fucking knife right through his hand, Luca Brasi style. Like Lu- New Jack City, huh? <laughs> yeah. You say yeah. New Jack City, I say Luca Brazzi Yeah. Godfather.
4: You never saw The Godfather? I go saw on... The Godfather. Yeah, I saw The Godfather. I'll walk out. No, no, I, I saw The Godfather. You know what I watched yesterday, too? Donnie Bresco. Well,
3: we'll get, we'll get to listen, we'll get right. into that lemon in a second. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. <laughs> Al Pacino <laughs> left the jewelry before he left it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but my thing is this. Picture this. Picture this scene. The guy puts a fucking knife. Ready? See this can open? It. Like a, yeah. Ah, right, his fucking hand. Ah. Yeah. And he goes, look, if you want this contract, when a wolf i don't know i'm gonna paraphrase yeah when a wolf when, when you have your hand trapped basically paraphrasing will you pull the sword out of your hand or will you pull your hand out of the sword some shit like that so so you know what he does so you see What's him pulling do? it he pulls the uh, uh, ah, he pulls his arm out of it he's really? out of it so, oh, so he gets the contract the next scene you see him he's got some bandaged up and he's in the next scene really uh, is, it, is he is he chewing on a fucking Viking? Is, is there some <laughs> fucking needles pouring on that motherfucker? What seriously? He's fine. He's fucking fine. The hand's he pulled
4: his whole hand
3: out of the knife like oh like, no no out of the sword. Yeah his, hand, yeah, his hand should be basically there should be like a sliced. Yeah, there's for no sure. there's no nerve damage or nothing. not so it's like you really <laughs> gotta pretend like really Did it's just like what is he fucking? Plastic man, he's just fucking molds back. Then. What is he? What is he fucking from Terminator 2? Fuck <laughs> off.
4: Fuck
3: <laughs> off, John Wick. And I'll this as a plot on. I said this before and I'll say it again. I get it. I mean, and somebody goes, Oh, well, he was retired. No, John Wick, number one, the ultimate assassin, the ultimate badass. Who's the boogeyman afraid of? John Wick. Okay. Now wait, <laughs> ready? Right. He gets in a, 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 a spat with some fucking local thugs. Theon from fucking the Dickless Wonder from fucking Game of Thrones. The one who got his cock cut off. Right. You know what? Theon? Yeah. Fucking they break into his house. He doesn't even have any fucking Sloman shield or anything. Motherfucker. You think he'd have a fucking alarm on his house? So he goes, and he walks in. Oh, what is the? Oh, somebody's been in my house. He gets hit over the head with a fucking pipe. <laughs> and all of a sudden he wakes up and they killed his dog oh my wife gave me the dog and she, hey, now I gotta go dig up my guns and I got hey dude you're lucky he didn't fucking take some pictures of him teabagging you when you were out motherfucker <laughs> you're lucky it's not a meme of fucking Theon fucking doing all sorts of weird shit with you when you're under. because guess what he snuck into your house like a, a common fucking criminal and fucking and fucking <laughs> hit your head with a pipe <laughs> and now you're fighting. That's the number one assassin. That's, so that's why when the dad's like, "Hey, wait, wait," the dad's got him up against the thing. When he found out he he wrecked uh, his fucking car and he did whatever else he did to uh, to John Wick hit him over the head. And he's like, hey, "Dad, what's the matter? It's just some guy. Do you know what you did, dude? He could have fucking killed him right there. So that to me, we got fights to talk about, Dean. Hansen. Oh, I, I, yeah. You, <laughs> I know, gotta man. Bring up this bullshit to me. You know, I, I had did. to.
4: I, I had did. to because I, I mean, I, I just, I thought I should watch it and I respect and I trust your
3: movie judgment. That's all. Alexandre. Alexandre. Pantoja. Pantosia, Alexandre. Pantoja.
1: Pantoja. The new
3: champion of the world. Isn't Not it damn. fucking amazing? And it's what crazy. a fight it was. It was a I great just watched it. I rewatched it on the uh, the ride over here. And he dog he dogged him out. No, he he won the fight, but you know what really got and and uh and I shut it off during the post fight speech. Do you know why? I shut it down D. Thomas, hold on. You know me. Why? Especially if I'm a little high, but you know me. Why would I shut off that post fight speech?
4: Uh, because you heard the one from Izzy and you didn't want the same thing to happen.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not. Oh, it. Oh, oh, that's not all. it. <laughs> D. Thomas, no, that's not. <laughs> that's fucking bust all your heart. You was offended. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> D Thomas, oh fuck! No, absolutely not. That's not oh. why I did it. Oh,
4: oh, I sh- what?
3: you're first of all, you go down. That's why. That's another. Thing. I just got to, this. Just it, but uh. Izzy doesn't give a shit though. Huh? No, but I, I, I was, I was sitting next to David Goggins, and he was dying. <laughs> when I was, when I was, yeah, when I was there, uh, it was me. You know, we're we're sitting in the, and I was sitting right next to Charles Oliveira. It me, and my wife, Charles Oliveira to our right, and right next to Charles Oliveira was Izzy. So we're right there. So I seen the whole thing unfold, and he wasn't people were like always oh, drunk. He wasn't sloppy drunk or nothing. He wasn't drinking. I mean, I don't know if he's drinking, but he wasn't definitely wasn't drunk. And right. He's having do that guy's owning everything. Yeah, I like the next day he doubles down. That's right, ninja. <laughs> I'm not say I was out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he doubles down on it. He do not give a fuck. I wasn't drunk. I fucking like it. But listen to me. What a fucking fight. This is why I had to shut off that post fight uh, speech. Show me. I started to get emotional. <sighs> oh, really? When they were booing him. Yeah. Because listen, people love Brandon Marino. He's just nice kid. He's. He, you know he was the underdog on the uh, ultimate fighter he plays with yego legos what's well, not the like so he's smiling you know but the second when he started talking alexandre and he goes you know if you knew my story you know you would you wouldn't you wouldn't be booing me so like, you know what i mean like you wouldn't yeah, be, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be cheering me so right. when he said that and then he he was asking for his wife and then the kids were crying oh my god oh I'm,
4: yeah that, that was, was that was that's that was I'm like i'm i'm
3: done i'm out
4: Yeah, that was touching. That was touching. It was
3: so touching. And it was, and now we want to know his story. So, where where the fuck is it? it (laughs) Hey, I'll keep this ship going as long as we want. Producer, get in my ear. Let me know when he's here so I can fucking tell another fun story from our lives. (laughs) No, but you're right,
4: man. It was touching. And he handled that moment well because it was genuine, it was real. He didn't have to fake nothing. Like he, you could tell that that was real to him. Like he just wanted to say, "All right, this is what y'all, this is how y'all feel about it." But I'm gonna tell y'all right now, this wasn't easy for me. And you're right. When you saw his kids crying and they came in there, I mean, it really was kind of it, it was beautiful. A moment. It was a special moment.
3: It was a special moment, and not special the way you use the word. It was a great <laughs> moment. And I'm telling you, I I want to know more about his his. Where he came from, everything. I want to know his journey, and so does the world. Because Dean Thomas, we have a new champion. Yeah, hey, man, who is great. it? Who is it? Go ahead.
4: Pantoja. 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 Who? Pantoja. Pantoja. Who is Pant- it? Pantoja. No, motherfucker. listen. Ready? Oh. Ready. I'll do it.
3: I'll, okay. I'll say it twice. Okay. And then okay. you say, who is it? Are you ready? This is what, I, this is what I'm going to do. You ready? Pantoja. Hey, guys. Pantoja. I'm what? sorry. I have fun somebody clean that shit. What here? fun, police?
0: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Fuck.
3: What a time to jump in. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. One second. This-
5: one second. The guy cleaned you.
3: What? Just one second, man. The guy my, my my hood. Wait, Jake, is this you? No, that's Pantoja. Jake, is that Pantoja in that's here? That's Panto. That's Pantoja. My God, I'm sorry. I'm gonna kill the fucking. Person. I'm-, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. goddamn. Yeah. I- <laughs> I'm gonna. That was Pantoja. <laughs> He's gotta realize I can't read anything on the screen. He's gotta text me because I'm. We're in a different operation today. And and if this is the champion of the world, we are sorry for the technical difficulties. Well, he's, hes he said somebody's cleaning his. his well, I want to apologize because I'm definitely not yelling at the, the champion of the world. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you, I swear my producer better text me because I swear to God I'll end up at his house.
4: Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Here he yeah, goes. Go. What's up, Coach? Uh,
3: Dean Thomas, please. We must. What's up, man? Yeah, let's I mean, give him his due. Let's give him his due. Alexandre, first of all, congratulations, yeah, he... my man. Congratulations that's a huge fight yeah oh beautiful fight A a war and let me i was just telling dean thomas i'm still in vegas i was there front row much later dean thomas and i'm so happy i was there for that line when i was on the way over here i was watching the fight again beautiful fight the post fight speech i had to shut it off Do you know why Alexandre, I get emotional. When I saw you with your family, I almost started to cry, my friend. It was horrible. It was so beautiful and so touching. You won that crowd over because everybody they they love Brandon Moreno because you know he's a smile, he's a nice I love kiddie. Brandon Moreno. Too, yes, everybody
2: a, loves their guy.
3: He's a nice guy. So <laughs> right. and, and in a fight like that, where I do feel you won the fight, but they're they <laughs> almost upset about it because they didn't really feel they knew you. The first sentence you said is when you said, if you knew my story, you'd be cheering for me. I knew it right there. I knew that I could sense right there. What kind of man you are. And then your family, mm-hmm. when they want to your kids crying, that's what I'm like. I'm shutting this thing off. I can't take this because I have kids, you know? So anyway, how are we feeling?
2: <laughs> I feel like a champ. I feel amazing. Like, uh, like that movie in Will Smith, that's the best moment of my life, you know. And I say that before the fight, I don't need a belt because I'm feel like I'm the champion. You know? I'm the the best man ever, you know. I have my wife, I have my my two kids, and I have I have all love I need, you know. I have everything I I need, you know. I'm a rich you know, man, bro. I can work again. I can do everything again. But I'm I'm the completely guy, you know. And uh but the belt show me everything like uh, I deserve and uh, all choices I have in my I, I do in my life for that moment and uh I fight for a long time my debut in new MMA is 2007. you know I pass for everything I never have a shortcut. you know and uh I pass for a lot of a lot of big gyms i, I go to a new union I go to black house I train with Cejudo. And uh, now in america top chin gene. gene can me watch sometimes and uh, you know i, I had so I, I worked so hard for that moment and uh just that you know i believe and uh, i have people of my side always believe in me sometimes believe much more than what
3: i think you know that moment first of all the fight alone amazing and that moment afterwards the post fight where it could have been a little shaky again, you just by being honest and being who you are, the audience, everybody sensed it as drunk as they were, <laughs> no, look, but they were, they sensed it. They seen your family they, and you just won them over. And you're going to have that moment forever. You're going to have them pan off to your wife and kids and they're crying. And that's exactly when I shut it off. For you. <laughs> Once you see the kids, <laughs> everybody was so happy for you. And then you look in the crowd and you see the great Gilbert Burns crying, Brian, You yeah. see all these other uh, your friends, so that's how much that's how I'm like, all right, this guy's got to be you a know, great guy because they're uh, all crying for him, you he, know. This Durin,
2: is so great. He's a, a very good friend, you know, and uh, he's a wife, Bruna, he's a very friend of my wife, and uh, she he, he's like a chain the seat for put my wife more close off the cage for the octagonal, and uh, my wife feels so happy because he have a of she's his side. And he can, like, uh, cheer for me, you know. Because, you know, everybody with the in that, that moment, and my wife said to me, I'm a little afraid to, like, uh, to Aww. say, let's go, you know. And when she have Durinho of your side, he's, like, a feel confident to, like, uh, let's go, you yes. know. Yes. And uh, I feel so happy because I have that guy, you know. I'm, he's a very good friend. And uh, you see, I don't have four kids. I have just two, but his kids jump in the cage with my kids. You know, he's oh. very friendly. Yeah, he's a bird. Burns kid, You know,
0: That's and uh, I so
2: happy for that moment. Everybody in the cage. You know, my coaches, and uh, you know, Parumpa. Everybody know about Parumpa. He's a great coach, and uh, I really think he, he deserved the Coach of the Year. He needs a belt for that.
4: For yeah, that. I, I tell you and, what. There uh, was a there was a moment where I looked in his face. I've known him for a long time. I've never seen him more proud of a fighter.
2: You know, you remember in Canada when he needed leave to another show and back to, to fight to me, I have Davidson Figueiredo in my front, one of the more dangerous guys on the flyweight, and I lose that fight. And uh, I know he's feel like uh, sad with that, you know. But uh, I'm working so hard with him, you know. And uh, he had the chance to win the belt before with the Petria. And then when the Pitrean throwing the knee and the Algerman he lose the belt, and uh, he he say, "Now I know why I don't get the belt before, you know, because it's with you, Pantoja. That that that, that's like a like that's a perfect combo, you know. This belt is not just about me, you know. This is about Macaron. This is about pahompa, This is about my wife. This is about all the people I just represent, you know. I'm." But and I, I feel so so on. I don't own her, don't honored. yes, honor. Yeah, for I'm that guy to give you all these people that moment, you know. And uh, I say I don't need the belt to say I'm the champion, you know, but this belt represent all these people, you know. And uh, I'm very honored to be this guy, you know. And when I fight with Moreno, I can feel like I'm feel like I I'm in the move, you know. This is a movie for me, you know. And I, I say that, I say for my friends, I, I do my best in that night. I do my best. But I know I can do it much better, you know. And that, yes. in that moment, I, I see Moreno, I, and I, I know I beat him two times. And I think, I'm going to kill this guy. I just want to fall off the cage and finish the fight. But this kid is tough and he's ready <laughs> to defend his belt, you know. And uh, I don't use technique. I just put my heart, you know. I just like a uh, Rocky style. Yeah, you know, Rocky like, style. Like uh, yeah. he, he, he punched my face and I say, bro, you you need to shoot me. And uh, with the three shots, one, <laughs> you're not going to kill me. And uh, I grab, I grab, I grab it like, a, I put everything. If you have more rounds, I'm gonna keep going. I wanna keep going, you know. I'm, pre- I'm really I'm real prepared to myself. And uh, that's why I say Parumpa need that because he's he's giving me that. He said to me, in the fourth and the five round, that's most important. And uh because I never go to that round, and he think if I'm Moreno coach, I wanna prepare for Moreno for win the four in the five rounds. That's and smart. you need to win that round, you know, you need to win the rounds. And uh I really think I want the first. The third and the fourth. In that moment, I go to the last round, and I, I really think I won the fight 3-1. Yeah. But I know now I know the judges put the four for Moreno. But in that moment when Moreno punched me and uh, all arenas like a uh, scream with Moreno, I thinking about I need to do it, I need to do it more. You know, I yes. need to prove I I, I want I I wanna want, want the belt. And that's why I I keep going, keep going, like I grab the belt with my heart, you know.
3: Yeah, I was I was impressed with that fifth round. You know, it is hard to deny that. You know, when you're on his back, you weren't. Yeah. Hey, if they did, if the fight was still going, you could still be on his back. You weren't getting off <laughs> You were yeah. on. A, you were setting up
0: for it. He doing a uh,
2: very good job. He did a very good job because I'm very good at jujitsu, and uh, and I think in the the third or the second round, I don't remember. I think he's back and he defends so well. Like a, and uh, yeah, I thought I you would, had him. Yeah, you know, like th- that's my position. And in the in the fight, I think that's it. I'm gonna win the belt with my best movement, you know. But he defend, and uh, when the, the last round, the five round, I I think I have the back. I can keep control. And uh, in that moment, I feel no, I can't finish. I can't finish the fight. I can't finish the fight, but he defends so well. And, uh, but I think he's much tired. And, uh, and uh, I, I will keep like, uh, I'm fire, bro.
3: Man, I love, listen, I love your fighting style. And I was impressed with you in the later rounds because I was like, because you're explosive, but no, I don't mean it in a bad way. You're, you're powerful. So sometimes you're like, all right can they have that power and that technique and that explosiveness in the fifth round? And you did You nothing. It, you didn't falter off where that was the, that, that was the, for me. I'm like, all right, how is this? I see how it's beginning. How is it going to end? So that was very smart of a uh, Perupa to be like, look, if I'm training someone to fight you, I want to try to get you into those deep waters and you were swimming in those deep waters. No problem, man. Which is fucking fantastic. When you first started your training, where? And, and where you and where were you? Where did you grow up in Brazil? And what did you start with jiu-jitsu? You know,
2: I have like a good history with Bahumpa because he's come the from from place that, from Copacabana. I, I'm born in Copacabana. Is like at the place from Carlson Gracie. Oh yes. And, and then and then I moved to like a North Rio is a small city with a thirty thousand people, and. Uh, but I, I I cross off the world to back to Pahumpa, you know, for yeah. the same place I'm I'm born. Like I I walk in the same street he's walking, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is very special for me and me, you know, this coincidence of the life, you know. But I'm starting jiu-jitsu, and then I compete some grappling jiu-jitsu tournament, and I go to Muay Thai. I have like a 20 fights in Muay Thai, I never lose in Muay Thai. And I, oh, I'm I'm so prepared for that. Yeah. And then I started MMA in 2007.
3: How old were you uh, when you started your jiu-jitsu training?
2: Uh, when I 11, 12.
3: Oh, okay. Now I have
2: 33. I have two, 20 years. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm a young kid. I am I make some, a lot of mistakes in my life, you know. But I always, I, I had jiu-jitsu with me, you know. I always, yes. uh, I want to train jujitsu. I was like a, and sometimes of my life, my, my, my friends go tonight and sometimes I go with my friends and I say what and I want to like enjoy the night but I feel like a, that's not my place you know I yeah. really want to be a part of that but now I know that's not my place my place is like a, I I live I live to to that moment you know and now I know why you know and uh a lot of people a lot of people say about like a, some people say you're not gonna get that you're not gonna but I have I just remember that people say, you're going to get that, you know, you, you're going to be a UFC champion. And I remember all these guys say that for me, you know, and leave this moment right now. It's so special. It's so special because I don't leave, I don't leave that alone, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is something like, a, and uh, I can leave all the time in that moment because all the time I have someone say, we did it.
4: Well, Pantosha, you, you know, you were the underdog going into this fight. After beating this guy twice, a lot of people had their doubts. And I'm going to be honest with you. I had my doubts as well. Um, what do you say to all the people who doubted you? Are you the type of people like, ah, see, I told you? Or like, what do you, what do you say to that? To all the people who doubted you that you couldn't do it?
2: This is the big fight of the flyweight, you know. It's not the big names like Cejudo, Shaw, like uh, uh, Demetrius Jones. I respect all these guys. But if you see the Moreno come off the like a two knockouts, I come from the two Finnish submissions. And uh, this is a real title fight of the UFC, you know, flyweight. And uh, Moreno deserves all respect, man. I, I, like I say, he's a very nice guy. I have all the friends. A lot of Brazilians say, gonna, you're going to lose, Pantoja. You're going to lose. You don't can beat Moreno. Moreno is involved too much. And uh, in that moment, I say, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. But when I fight tomorrow, and I can see how much he's evolved, how much his mind, but I all the time I know his mind is so strong. But, uh, you know, this like uh, underdog favorite, when you fight, it's 50-50, bro. You know that, you know, it's oh, 50-50. This doesn't matter for when you go to fight. You don't care about the numbers. You just like want to you prove yourself you can be that guy and that's what i want that fight gonna make it again i want to fight to Moreno again i really want to fight with that guy again not now because i think the, the all division need to need to have a, uh, like a, have a chance
5: yeah.
2: yeah moreno fights for the belt for like two three years you know i have a lot of guys like me i'm waiting for too much i know have some guys wait for that moment yeah. you know and I respect that moment. I I know this mo- for everybody wants to see that fight. I want to see that fight again tomorrow, because I want to prove more. That's my heart. You know, that, that's my fight style, you know. But they, they, they need to they give a chance for another guys.
3: Speaking of other guys, we just had Brandon Royval on here. And he, you know, he had a shoulder injury that he got fixed. He's been on a tear since he lost to you. And uh, that would be a very exciting fight also. And, and by the way, you and Brandon Marino, I think that's – it's a no-brainer. You guys are both so good that it's going to happen again. That's just – I think it's inevitable that it will happen again. But like you're saying, giving someone else a chance, getting some new blood in there, what do you think about Brandon Roval as a, a challenger? You know, I have a lot of good
2: challenges. And uh, if you're thinking like uh, five years ago, people thinking about five weights need to uh, finish – Right, and uh, you see how much me, Davison, Moreno, Rival, all the guys work so hard for for that moment. Right now, people now respect us. You know, this is very important, and uh, I have a lot of respect with the uh, flyweight guys. You know, all the guys. I I can see uh, Almir the UFC PI and the uh, UFCPI, and he's very friendly with me. You know, say, hey, good fight for you. I'm the next. I say, ah, come on. Not, you need to fight with someone more, you know, No, you just take it one off the guy of the top 10 and I fight with everybody. Yeah. I fight with everybody. So, you know, I fight with some guys, not more in the UFC, but tough guys like a Wilson Hayes, like a Dustin Ortiz, yeah. you know, Saka, uh, Yuka Sasaki. I fight with the Reval. I fight with the Paris. I fight with Tascarov. I fight with the Davidson. I fight with the Matt Danger. I fight with everyone, you know? Yeah. And, uh, these guys need to fight, please. Fight it with each other, you know. <laughs> and
0: yeah. give me the best
2: you have, you know. But I respect that and I'm very excited for that moment for flyweight, you know. And uh, I think this is like a like a the shut up for everybody say shit about that 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 flyweight, me moreno. I think it's just done, you know.
3: Hey, let me tell you, all I know is whoever you're fighting next, I'm sure it's going to be a, it doesn't matter who it is. It's going to be fantastic. The division is stacked, but right now you should be on cloud nine. You should be just enjoying your moment. And uh, again, as a, as a fight fan, the whole thing from the, the walkout to the fight itself to the post fight. What a great night for you, my man, you are a champion. If they make a movie of your life, Hey, man, this is where it might be like, da. then the credits come up. And it's so great, <laughs> you know, but uh, you, and having said that, your story is still being written. So oh, congratulations from myself and the great Dean Thomas.
4: Yes, sir. And, congratulations.
3: Uh, you know, you proved, we can't wait to see what's next for you, champ.
4: You proved a lot of people wrong, myself included. You've earned it. You deserved it. Congratulations to you and Pahompa. You guys are on top of it.
3: I love what you said yeah, with yeah. Pa Rupa. Yeah. thanks
2: so much, guys. yeah, uh, this a lot to me. Sarah, I respect you a lot, coach, no. I respect you a lot. You know that. and uh Pa Humpa deserved that title of the coach of the year. Everybody know about his work. now he have the belt. Yes. deserve that. you know that's only I ne- he needed to prove one more time. Everybody know about him the game, and uh I want the evidence, you know, I want to put more hoping evidence I, I want to att back to the gene of the years because this amazing gene everybody know about and uh this is a very special moment for me thank you
3: everybody thank you so much guys the champion the great panchoja great congratulations man d thomas one more time for him yeah, 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 on, yeah. Man. yeah thank, thank, all thanks, right champ. take care all of us so congratulations
2: thanks, i appreciate it so much
3: Hey, D. Thomas, man, that was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, it was, right? I almost I stuttered almost when I said Pantoja, though. I hope I didn't fuck that up.
4: Well, the, my favorite part about that whole interview is when he came, he was coming on, and
3: you thought it was Jake. <laughs> you got know, the champion of the world. Like, oh, I know. I was so, like, I, I Jake, knew it was Pantoja. Jake, if this was a live <laughs> thing and you were in, I would throw something at you. Yeah, It's not your fault because right now, if you write anything on the screen, it's so small, I can't read it. So... Shit together. Anyway, oh, your Anyway, you're fucking out. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was fun. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, Dean Thomas. Let's go over a little bit of the card. Okay. And um what a crazy, crazy how many days I've had lately. I'm just having a good time. I'm having a ball. What what um oh by the way, um I'm gonna say pantosha twice. This is where Jake jumped in before. Oh yeah, we gotta say, we gotta I'm figure that twice, out. And you're gonna say uh who? And then I'll okay. Ready? <clears throat> Pantosia. Pantosia. Who? Alexandre. Pantosia. Anyway. Okay. Uh, listen, you know what? I take it back before, Jake. You interrupted nothing at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, Jake. Thanks. Jake's like, I smelled a shitty bit coming. All right. Thanks, Jake. You know me too well. Uh anyway. Listen, really quick, I want to go over the fight card a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's start with uh, Bo Nickel. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 38 yeah. seconds in the first round. Everybody talks about what, what a wrestler he is, his wrestling credentials. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He's going to be the, the American Khabib, uh, Khabib or Habib, however you want to pronounce him. Uh, you say the
4: K. Nah, uh, I do sometimes when I say it real fast. But I try not to. I try to be respectful.
3: Yeah, tell me. Yeah. But um. Anyway, I, I love his wrestling. We've seen him wrestle, but what about the accuracy in his hands?
4: Yeah. So like that's oh. what people don't understand, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I remember even before he started fighting, I was talking to Johnny Eblom about him, and he said, "Man, this guy's a phenomenal wrestler." And it's, he says his wrestling was like jujitsu, and I think what it comes down to is not just he's a wrestler, but his ability to understand the body and mechanics and combat and winning so he understands all that so when you see him throwing punches his eyes are wide open he's looking forward he's long he got length he's gonna be dangerous he really will be because he understands combat
3: nothing funny about that like i see him going versus this val woodburn who you look at he's undefeated and he was a shorter gentleman so i'm like and short and stock and he looked powerful so i'm like all right This could be interesting because he's he's got a bunch of fucking KOs and knockouts. And and if he gets him down, these shorter guys are better at getting to their feet. So I'm like, all right, let's see if he gets him down, if he gets up, and then bing, bing, bink, bink, (laughs) bink. Dude, it was. I'm like, what is this target practice? Dude, he was just (laughs) he was he he was fucking banging him. He He wasn't he wasn't. wasn't, I don't think he missed one punch. He wasn't a punch. He threw was land. I know man. Holy but that's But that's the problem. I'm not laughing at Woodburn. I'm just laughing at I'm all right. Well, here comes the double leg, dude. The guy wasn't even, I don't even you know, but he just fucking teeing off on him. Well, you saw he he set them punches
4: up with those fakes. Like he was faking like he was going to shoot. Then he came up with the punches. And that's the thing with a lot of guys, man, is that they, they're so focused on not getting taken down that they forget about defending the punches. And that's the worst thing you can do. I'd rather be taken down to get punched in the face. So a lesson to you guys. The punch is going to be a lot worse than a takedown.
3: Why you got your nose up? I smell like guns and roses. Hey, 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 hey.
4: I don't know that song.
3: Ay. You got to get it down.
4: But because I mean, I doesn't, he, doesn't he get to the I'm rest of the
3: alphabet or what the fuck? He doesn't. He doesn't. All That's right. not the point of the whole song. When you, and I want you to watch the video, the video of, um, Machine Gun Kelly in the song A. And it's him and, and Lil Wayne. And he, Lil Wayne's not in the song. Uh, he's not in the video because he wasn't there. So they put up a little, like, plastic figure, or like a figurine of him or something, a little cut out, and then they play the music. And when they're doing it, it's him sitting down with his buddies and they're just doing their little fucking A. And they're doing it, like, in a. let's get back to the
4: yeah,
3: let's get back. To the... Um... <laughs> Stop looking at me like I'm a psycho. (laughs) Jalen Turner, the tarantula versus Dan Hooker. What a fucking fight that
4: was. Yeah, that was a great fight. Man.
3: Does Dan Hooker Hooker look like Machine Gun Kelly a little bit? A little bit.
4: Now that you say that. A little bit. A little bit. Listen.
3: And first of all, I like the blonde hair. I think I seen it with the blood in it. It was kind of like pink in the front. I think that's a look for him. I think you should dye that hair. And like that. Yeah. Cause
4: yeah. he had it
3: all blood in it and it looked kind of cool. Anyway, I, Dan hooker was, I was so impressed with his heart because, and his skill set, yeah. but Jalen Turner was landing and he was having a great fight. And when I found out that Dan hooker broke it, uh, and and you could and you, you'll probably see it come up on your screen compared to what I'm looking at. But I believe he broke his heart, didn't he, producer? Broke his He heart. broke his arm. Oh, he, broke his... <laughs> he broke his arm. You're breaking my heart. He broke his fucking. <laughs> what the fuck is that? He broke his arm. He he broke his heart too. But listen, but he broke his arm in that fight. Didn't Dan Hooker break his arm.
4: Yeah. I he saw that. And
3: he's fighting with a broken fucking arm. Yo. And the way he was ending after the second round when he had that rear naked choke on him. Mm -hmm. I'm like I just I witnessed one guy not accepting defeat and one guy saying I might have been good enough (laughs) I don't know I'm I'm not saying that Jalen was quitting but I'm saying that that another two seconds that fights over in that second round He wasn't he
4: wasn't ready he wasn't ready for that level of determination
3: you know what it is that was one of them where the talent was so close. The 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 strike yeah. the, 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 the the their 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 exchanges, their skill set. I want to say was so close. It comes down to sometimes, who wants it more. And Dan Hooker was not going to be. I saw one guy that wasn't going to be denied, and I saw one guy that had the ability to win, and had his chance. And he blew it. I'm like, that's <laughs> no. No, no. It's, but
4: you're right. It's kind of true though. But to, but to, but to uh, Dan Hooker's credit, think about this. Think of what he went through during the pandemic, in order to continue to keep fighting and going down to 145, and then almost leaving out of Australia. Like all the things that he went through, and think about everybody on that team, the City Kickboxing team. All them dudes, man. All them dudes are willing to fight the fights that other people aren't willing to do. Like, Izzy's willing to fight Alex Behar again. And then Volkanovski, willing to go up to challenge Islam. Like, those dudes are built from something different, man. And whatever you say about that team, man, it better be good because those dudes, win or lose, man, they always take
3: on the toughest fights. Man, I I enjoyed the fight. It was just such an amazing fight. Dude, the whole card is amazing. But but, but both guys... uh... We're not gonna see that's not the last we're gonna see the tarantula. Jalen no. Turner will be back and uh are probably a new hunger and burning in his belly there, you know. And uh Dan uh Dan Hooker, I'm happy to see him back in, uh in the uh getting another win, you know, and uh and now he's getting some momentum now. And that's good
4: because Yeah.
3: He went through hell to get that win, and he deserves it. He deserves some props. What a fucking fight, man. What a tough guy that Daniel Hooker is. I can't say enough. For hey, and can now, I tell you, I was like one for six on my picks all night. Well, it's a rough one, man, because you got former yeah. champion Robert Whitaker. I picked him to win. Yeah. And And uh, what a test for Drake is due to stop.
4: I can't du- say it Drake, Drake is duplicy.
3: Duplicy. Is said, right? plus right? Yeah. Um, He's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah. He seems like a gentleman. And I'm not sure he does, it. right? I'm like, I know he's just like, ah, what about New Zealand then? Oh, South Africa. And he's like, ah, so they're going back and forth, but you know, <laughs> you know, he you know, he's not gonna he's obviously not gonna match him with the fucking N-word, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take the high road of that one. <laughs> I know that. He's <laughs> like, Well. You know, he's not, he's oh, but yeah. you, know, you know, Izzy's turning into eight mile up there, and he's just yeah. like, I ain't saying it, I'm not saying <laughs> yep. it. Yep, but, uh, but but listen, man, he had the weather um, some stuff in that. So, at the beginning of that first round, Robert Whittaker was landing some decent shots, and it looks like he was getting a nice rhythm going. And then, one little clinch mistake where he went to Robert, I think, went to clinch him up top, almost like a head and arm type. Choke and then maybe he was going to go for a back take or a throw, but then it ended up like uh, um, uh, Drake has ended up turning the tables on him with that clinch, and then he kind of took a little beating on the floor a little bit enough for him to lose that round and get softened them up. It softened them up a little bit for that next round, and then and then uh, Drake has found his you know, he started landing those shots, those big shots. But Matt, um, do you think you think the pressure might have got to Robert Whitaker a little bit? No, I don't, I think that. That one mistake of clinching him when he did, it led to just uh, it led to him getting uh, taken down. And I think you could have a, fanat- a fantastic. He, he took some shots on the floor, and I think that I'm not saying those shots were devastating, but I think it took enough out of him where that second round started, and he and he, he lost a little pep in his step. And next, you yeah. know, and then then drew and then once uh, uh, Drake has had him hurt. He stayed on him and he stayed on him. Oh, yeah. He's and
4: relentless. He was
3: patient, though. He was relentless yeah. and patient, uh, relentless, but patient. He was stalking yeah. him, but not just throwing crazy. He was he was uh, managing his distance and he landed those shots. Uh, and, well, congrats. And we love Robin Whitaker. He'll be back. I mean, he's a phenomenal. He's just a phenomenal. He's such a good fighter. He mixes up great. He lost this one. But I mean, I'm sure it's not the last we've seen of that guy. He's phenomenal. Uh, but, but congrats to, uh, Dracus. We talked about the great champion, Alexandre, Alexandre, uh, Pachosia. What a great fight. What a, what a gentleman. And I love Brandon Marino too. That was a great, great fight. Um, before we talk about Volkanowski, I want to say what a great career, uh, the great Robbie Lawler had and what an ending, what a way to go out. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wait a minute. That was 38 seconds. The same. as Yes. That's crazy. And it's very similar. Just accurate punching. Bang, 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 bang. I mean, but what I mean, and and, you know, we love Nico Price. He's always entertaining. He came to fight. He was a perfect dance partner for Robbie Lawler. Nico's a guy that if he weathers something, he could be a long night for you. Uh, Unfortunately for him, it wasn't able to to weather it. And Robbie looked like just vintage uh, Robbie Lawler. Yeah. he, He looks, that's the guy. When you think of Robbie oh, Robbie Lawler fight and him all, and him having an on night, there it is. Right. And it, what a what a fitting way to walk out into the sunset. And what a gentleman. I seen him and his coaches and you know uh and I and I was congratulating them backstage and they just they just I'm like what a way to go out, man. What a storybook ending for you. Good job, man. Yeah, man, when I you know,
4: sometimes the MMA gods can be pretty cruel, and then sometimes they can get it right. And this is one of them times where the MMA gods. They got it right they allowed Robbie to go out on a win and on a high note as opposed to him getting carried out on a stretcher cuz we've
3: seen that far too often damn right we did you damn right we did and uh, i'm i'm just he's such a nice guy and i'll tell you i don't, don't even take a shot in that he, he, it was such a short fight and that's it i was i, I was thinking like man you think he's going to do one more after this fucking high? it's yeah. gotta be but some, <laughs> For anybody else i think it might be Cause I think we saw that with Matt Brown. He was gonna leave and then he fucks someone up and he's like, all right, I'm sticking her. Yeah, yeah, I'm still good. I got yeah. some more in the tank left. I can't, <laughs> I'm a savage. I can't go, you know, get another job. I think Robbie Lawler, he's been on Robbie Law's been in the game so long. And uh he's leaving with his marbles, he's got a family, and I think he's gonna be just fine. I think that's a great case of that guy had a great career, he had wars, he's leaving with with his health, and uh if he wanted to be, you know, wanted to have a little, um, if he was a limelight guy, he wouldn't be leaving because obviously he could still get the job done.
4: Well, he's going to coach now, and that's if awesome. you're, and, and that's going to be great too because he's got a, a wealth of information. If you if you have a career for as long as Robbie did, you know that he has some information that you can use. So, if you're going to be able to work with Robbie, you are a lucky individual.
3: Yeah, man. And uh, let's get to the champ. Let's and, and Robbie Lawler, you know, again, congrats, bro, great, great career. Uh, Volkanovski and Yair Rodriguez, I cannot say eno- enough about Alexander Volkanovski. He's just the fucking, I mean, this case is for him being the fucking, you know, uh, the pound for pound right now. He's just fucking, he's just amazing. He's, I mean, he just like gets better and better. And guys that are dynamic fighters, it's like he, like when you hear him talking in in the, in the post fight. Uh, press conference, he talks about taking away certain weapons and neutralizing them at certain uh, He's not just a tough guy, you know what I mean? No, no, he, he's he's extremely extremely strategic, calculated, yeah. yeah. And then and, and just his whole team with that, uh, uh, this what is it, the city kickboxing, yeah, yes. Uh, what, what could you say about it? I mean, he just, he, he I mean, yeah, Rodriguez. We've seen him, you know, decapitate people, and and he's so dangerous. Where you could be even winning a fight, and then you could be just looking to put him away, and you could run into something. Uh, uh, Volkanovski makes these guys that are just so dangerous, not look less dangerous, but it just shows that right now he's just a level above. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy.
4: He's so calculated, so strategic, and the one thing that separates him from the other city kickboxing guys, because when you think about Dan Hooker and and Izzy, and all the other guys, they're all essentially kickboxers. But Volkanovski also has the threat of the ground from training yeah. with Craig Jones and him. So he's as good as he is on his feet and that good on the ground and in between. That man, that's... He might be going... He, we might be looking at
3: something very special. I was talking to... Uh... Is, and you, but this is something you never hear me say. So I was talking to President Trump. <laughs> so I was talking to President <laughs> Trump, and he actually asked me about my thoughts on that fight. You know, about the. Uh, the oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. He, not I mean, the Rodriguez fight, the uh, Volkanowski and the yeah. uh, fight. He's oh, asking, yeah. oh. uh, he asking me my thoughts on that, you know, which was so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, when I talked to, talk to President Trump, Cause I put that on my, um, my Instagram. And of course you're going to get some, of course you'll lose. So you get some people. yay, And other people are like, ah, now I hate you. It's like, Hey, listen, I'm yeah. not a political, I'm not big into politics, but they like you, yeah, would you want to have some fight talk with president Trump, former president Trump? And, uh, yes, I'll talk fights with him. I didn't, I'm not sitting there talking about any fucking policies. Like foreign policy. Yeah. yeah. Like what do you think about, about bricks? Yeah. Everything we talked about was in my wheelhouse, man. Stuff yeah. I knew about. So we talked about old boxing fights. We talked about that fight, the Volkanovski fight versus Islam. I'll let people listen so they can see how it went. But, uh, you know, that's what we talked about. So the people that are hating me or saying some shit about me, because so I put that out there on my social media. That's, that's like, ridiculous. Hey, look, man, they got to fuck off, man. They got, everybody's got to stop what they hate. And, uh, and I had a very nice talk with the guy. He was a gentleman. The guy yeah. with the President yeah. Trump shame on me. Uh, yeah. You know, he was uh, he was a gentleman and um, I had a great time I, I'm just, and uh, kind of beside myself that the whole thing went down. That's kind of crazy.
4: Well, I'm I'm glad you could have done that, man. That was that's Thank special. You. That's you know,
3: that's that's a feather in your cap. You know, it's one of those things where like like for myself, it's phenomenal. But like, uh, you know, I look at like my father in law, uh, Ciro. And my uncle tony you know they, they they love them you know and they came, they're one of those guys where they're they, you know they're immigrants they came over at 21 with their with their like uh three uh so there's like the, the five siblings siblings came over from italy um you know and they made a life for themselves here and so they look at president trump as a person that's you know like behind them and they're immigrants yeah, so it's yeah, a wild yeah. thing listen again i don't get too into politics i'm just saying that I'm happy to do that even for my family because they were, like,
1: excited about it, you know? It's nice. Yeah. And it
3: went very well. Again, just fight talk, and uh, and that's what I like because, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to bring up VR BR with I, I saved that for you at Joe Road. Yeah. Uh, hey, d Thomas, I was on the toilet today, and uh, you know how you <laughs> scroll through. <laughs> this is a nice way to start. You know how you scroll through, like, YouTube, and you see what's going on? So yeah. I'm doing that, and I see a picture with me going, and I think the thing was... um. When your dad's a gamer, that's what it, it had a picture of Joe laughing and me like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, man, they're taking clips of all this. And it was when we did the Joe Rogan experience, you, myself, and um, the great John Rollo. And we were, we were talking about all different things. So on YouTube, sometimes you see little clips of us. Yeah, doing stuff. yeah. So it's fun. It's funny to that's find. Awesome. We, we had such a good time. I think when we go... If, I'm. I'm already inviting myself back. I think what, if we do go back on Joe's show, it should be the it, us. It was fun with us for. Like yeah. you know, John was like a. I go John like you were like my big. Now the kids aren't going to notice. It's like the sidekick on the couch. Like you're like my big Ed McMahon. You're like oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Fog fog horn, leg horn. Now, he's fucking, <laughs> I
4: love that John Rollo. Thomas. <laughs> what?
3: Dude, a that, nice was the, that was the tonight. first time I
4: got a chance to talk to
3: him. I John I did not know. That I, did, did I not never know really John knew Ralla. him like that. No, he's right out of a movie, like the final yeah. boss. And you got big yeah. John Rollo. Yeah, And a racy black belt. Shout out to Ground Control, uh, Baltimore. He's, uh, he's got the Ground Control Academy. He's like five of them. I, as we get older, I downgrade to one school. That guy's got like five of them, and, and, and I, like I, trying to get more. Yeah, listen, man. Everybody's different. Like, listen, all I know is you stop moving, you stop living. You understand,
4: Dean Thomas? Man, I don't, I don't stop moving for shit, and I keep moving. I'm about to catch a flight in like three hours. I'm going to Bristol, Connecticut, to film <laughs> After Tough. This is hey, gonna play tomorrow
3: night. Yeah. Could you guys invite me back on that After Tough, please? Yeah, we are gonna try to get you on next week. Tell them I'm not a. Tell them I'm not a fancy pants, and tell them always to text me because I'll look at my email. My email and my my voicemail is like the same shit. Now I don't check anything. I just check text, and then I'll look. You know, it's like people probably think I don't get back to them, which I don't. But then yeah. I, do, I do eventually. <laughs> it's not that I don't, because I'm blowing them off. It's just that I'm in my own world, man. I, I right hear you, me. man. <laughs>
4: Listen, you. But you've earned that. You've earned the right to be in your own world. So
3: I don't stress that. You so ch- we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you on. Don't worry about I, it. I, you have fun with that after-tough show. I saw oh, you man. and, and Ju- I saw Juliana Pena here the other night too. She's yeah, nice. yeah, we have having fun. You man. guys That's
4: had fun the other day. We had some fun on there. She's fun. She plays long. Hey, let's get a little bit for
3: me when I, but me and you go there. I know we're going to do something. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to do something. But 290, man, and I don't know if you're at the Frankie Valley, but at at that 290, that day when I was walking out of there with my wife, I was just thinking, oh, what a night. (laughs) 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 Listen listen to me. Anyway, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, (laughs) I miss my Jimmy. (laughs) I miss him too, but I don't think he likes me. Jimmy loves you, bro. Uh, Hey. Let's end this thing. What do you want to plug, my good friend? And thank you for taking this on because Jimmy's flight got canceled. Oh, that's okay. And, uh, listen, y'all
4: know I, y'all play. know I'm a listen, man. I'm a gamer, man. Whenever y'all need me, you know I'm gonna be here. I am a gamer. But if I'm plugging anything, watch After Tough. Make, Make sure, sure y'all watch After Tough. It'll be on ESPN plus YouTube and Twitter. And then just catch me, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm working uh in two weeks in London. Then I'm gonna be going, going to be at the uh BMF in in Salt Lake City. Busy so, all I come know check is when, me.
3: The show, when the show got it, when it ended last night, you're like, "Yo, I'm out, man!" Right to the airport. I go, "Dude, what are you fucking talking about, man? It was the fucking show ended two seconds ago." Yeah, yeah and your fucking suitcase. You're running out the back door. I go, "D. <laughs> Davis, you are you are a busy man. You know, I gotta
4: be, man. Listen, Matt. Listen, all our all our uh, our years that we, everybody else was building up skills and shit. We was out there fighting, so we ain't got shit else to do. We gotta you know, make this work."
3: We play to our strengths. That's right. I'm silly and I'm dangerous. And I made them both work for me. Dean, listen to me, man. Thank you for coming through, man. And I had fun with you this weekend. And uh, we're going to be catching up again soon, my friend. Yeah, we're man, saying well, goodbye now. We're, we're getting out of this thing. And uh, keep an eye out for that that interview with myself and uh, with, with uh, Jimmy and the great President Trump. I said it. I like You don't like it. You know, fuck off. And uh, Dean, thanks, man. We'll catch up soon, bro. All right, Joe. Peace. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards.